Time to tune in, not just speaking real facts. Right here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host. Naja Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Today is Tuesday, May 16th, 2023, and we have four Cryptopians who have birthdays today. We have Jasmine Simpson of Modesto, California. We have Juan Pierce of Richmond, Virginia. We have Silva Powell of Washington, D.C. <laughs> and Jerome Johnson of Osing. New York, and to each one of you Cryptopians, I want to say, may this day be filled with all the love, joy, peace, and happiness you deserve on this day. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to get a shout out for your birthday, please send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. And we will do that for your birthday because you are special too. And so today we're going to jump into our cryptocurrency quote. And it states, at its core... Bitcoin is a smart currency designed by very forward-thinking engineers. It eliminates the need for banks, gets rid of credit card fees, currency exchange fees, money transfer fees, and reduces the need for lawyers in transactions. All good things. And we definitely know that. And today we are going to have a conversation in depth about Bitcoin, which never ceases to amaze its users. And prayerfully, you have begun dollar cost averaging and just getting a little bit of Bitcoin here and a little bit of Bitcoin there. We have some warnings that we want to share with you in the cryptocurrency space today. And there's just a lot of things going on. And we've got to make sure that we are in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. So we're able to maintain our wealth as it begins to roll out. And I'm super excited, ladies and gentlemen, because TEDx is coming to South L.A. this week. 
and I just happened to be on the panel of TEDx. I get to speak on TEDx as one of the things that's on my bucket list. And I'm excited about it this Friday. And I'm going to make sure that you have the information if you're interested. But yes, TEDx is coming to South Central Los Angeles. And we will be talking about cryptocurrency and blockchain and Web3. So I'm really excited about that, ladies and gentlemen. So I will be getting the information to you about the event, Bright. In fact, you can Google it. And find it, but at the end of the show, I'm going to make sure that you have the information so you can join me for TED Talks. I'm super excited. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to jump into the whole cryptocurrency conversation today. This is Ahead of the Crypto Curve on KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. You know, I've had a couple of people reach out to me because they felt as if there were a lot of critics and criticism about Bitcoin specifically and, of course, cryptocurrencies. And I just felt like today it would be a great idea to really address some of these things so that you all know how to really combat different individuals that have a lot to say about Bitcoin. Personally, it doesn't bother me because naysayers are everywhere. We have naysayers. I got a couple of naysayers at the station. I've got a couple of naysayers outside the station, and they just really don't believe that money is changing, not just for Bitcoin, but for central bank digital currencies. They just don't believe any of the things that are actually transpiring are going to affect our community. And I just say completely the opposite. But Bitcoin actually never ceases to amaze anybody that is actually using it. The numbers are the people that are using Bitcoin and its astounding technology is growing and growing. Number one, Bitcoin is one of the first and only true decentralized monies in the world. It is available to people around the world. So this isn't just about us in our communities. This is about what the world is going to be able to utilize in the next five to 10 years. That is going to take everything to another level. And I think for us here in America, it's hard for us to wrap our brain around the fact that our money, the dollar, the most powerful dollar out there could practically go away and disappear and nobody can fathom that idea in fact last night i was listening in on a clubhouse room sometime i sneak in clubhouse with a uh incognito name and just kind of listen in to how people are thinking and talking without them calling me to the stage and really a lot of people are not being realistic they're feeding something to themselves that they want to believe in my opinion but some of them might actually believe some of the stuff that they're pushing and ladies and gentlemen we are really in a serious situation so practicality with bitcoin um is is great because we can just push push a button we don't have to uh consult or ask a centralized authority and we can be self-sovereign is that is really what the goal is 
is to be self-sovereign. Bitcoin is actually built on an immutable ledger, which, while optimized for perfection of financial transactions, it can be used to store value, but it can be used to store very important information indefinitely. And so that is a big plus. Bitcoin is becoming extremely energy friendly and it is driving different type of investments and energy production around the globe. And it is contributing actually to the reduction of human of human waste, humanity's waste through projects like mining with electricity and flare gas and recycled tires. But nobody talks about that part. They always say that Bitcoin has this big issue going on with energy. There is seemingly no limit to the positive benefits of Bitcoin and how it can drive innovation for humanity. For that very reason, it is actually disturbing to see how single minded many critics can be in their opposition to Bitcoin. For example, Unfortunately, our Biden administration in the United States has recently put out commentary that I read the other day about its displeasure with all things that has to do with Bitcoin miners and ongoing transitions to the use of renewable energy across many mining operations. And um, they basically put out this thing and I just took a little excerpt from it. It says The environmental impacts of crypto mining exist even when miners use existing clean power. For example, in in this case of communities with hydropower where crypto mining operations are often located, increased electricity consumption by crypto miners reduces the amount of clean power available to other uses raising prices and increasing overall reliance on dirtier sources of electricity. So Bitcoin takes a quite a bit of criticism about the energy that it uses. As I stated, as a result, many in the space have begun taking steps to reduce their environmental impact of their mining operations, presumably because They either care for the environment generally, and a lot of us do, or because they care to avoid the undue pressure from people who do. And we definitely get a lot of pressure, especially with the new grids and the things that are going on with the electricity. But it, again, is disappointing to see a government or any other group for that matter continue to criticize Bitcoin for taking the very steps that have been proposed across the rest of the proper population for energy users. We're doing exactly what they have been asking other populations to do, but we still get criticized for it. And I'm really not clear as to why this is. By this, I'm of course referring to the fact that people and businesses worldwide are being encouraged to invest in and use renewable energy. So why wouldn't people expect for us in the Bitcoin space to do the exact same thing? Because it's important, not just to us, but to the earth. If you meet people that are in the Bitcoin ecosystem, we're earth friendly. So 
why would we be criticized and punished as much as we are when we're doing the exact same thing as everyone else, which is looking for cleaner, better energy. And we definitely don't want to take energy from people to be able to run their homes and things of that sort. And so it just seems like a venomous double standard that is being illustrated with true intentions uh, to really just bring our industry to a halt. When it comes to Bitcoin, critics like the ones that are in the White House, unfortunately, aren't interested in making Bitcoin more efficient or in a greening of its energy footprint. I just feel like they simply hope to just drive out the existence either because they're just ignoring the positive benefits and the fact that it's driving global uh, global innovation, but also it's driving a decentralized money more than likely because their hegemony over money is threatened by the same positive qualities that Bitcoin actually exhibits. Either way, we're likely to change these critics' minds. There's no way to do that. So, ladies and gentlemen, just share that people that are doing Bitcoin, are mining for Bitcoin, are doing everything that they can to really make sure that they're energy efficient. They're coming up with new and innovative ways to mine uh, hydro. I've seen oil. I've actually even been able to put my finger in some liquids that they have some of the Bitcoin mining machines submerged in just to really uh, cut down on energy. But building of Bitcoin and building of the Bitcoin infrastructure, meaning, you know, different independent, independent and individuals that utilize it. We're really focusing on the users and not the critics. So when when you ask the question of what you say to critics, I've stopped really addressing critics because I know what the future holds, not because I have a crystal ball, but because of everything else that's happening in the macro and trying to make a decision on what will please everyone equally is the epitome of being caught between a rock and a hard place in this space. It is simply not possible to do something that is universally accepted and applauded, especially when you're replacing those individuals that have been taking advantage of us for so very long. If you can't please everyone, who do you choose to please? And ladies and gentlemen, I say to you that even if you do this in secret without telling people that you're doing it because the critics are out there, Please make sure that you're understanding this is for you and your family and the ability in the very near future for us to be able to make some different sorts of decisions based on different options because our economics look a lot different than they do today. I'd argue that the focus should be on really exciting those around you that you are a holder and that you are a user of Bitcoin, hopefully not a user uh, right now, because I just don't feel this is a great time to get rid of your Bitcoin, your Satoshis or whatever you're holding. Again, a Satoshi being the smallest increment of a Bitcoin rather than trying to pacify your critics. I'm, I'm done with that. I am one of the reasons I'm not at the Bitcoin conference this week. I'm done pacifying my critics. 
individuals that feel as though uh, diversity and inclusion have nothing to do with Bitcoin because it absolutely does. It gives us the autonomy to step outside of those who have that have in the past throughout history proven that they could care less if our economy is doing well. And so they find different ways to hold us back and do different things. But Bitcoin eliminates that all the way. And I'm super excited about that. After all, um, there is no universal action that will please everyone in this world as we know. And so we are never going to be accepted by our critics. In fact, I've had just a couple people walk by me and say, you know what? I don't even believe in that Bitcoin thing. And that's okay. It's okay that people don't believe in the Bitcoin thing. But just know this Bitcoin thing is here and it's not going anywhere. Bitcoin has tens of millions of users worldwide who find this technology both freeing and I am saying free, F-R-E-E, freeing and fascinating. Ladies and gentlemen, it is fascinating to me to be able to control my own money it is just incredible and it is also fascinating to see when the price of bitcoin goes high and it's fascinating to me to see when the price goes low because i'm able to buy in a little bit more a little bit more than i could the week before but the population of potential users is far bigger right now than a single person on this planet who doesn't stand to benefit from using decentralized incorruptible money that's the bottom line that's what bitcoin is it's decentralized incorruptible money and since we see how corruptible money can be uh this is just an opportunity for us to take the bull by the horns and do what we need to do it's true we will likely always be just a handful and I'm good with that. You know, I grew up with my dad telling me, whatever you see everybody else doing, go and do the complete opposite. And I've actually always lived by that. And I appreciate my dad for sharing that because it made me start looking at things differently. Everybody else is wearing Jordans. What can I do to be different? How can I go the other direction? How can I take that two, $300 and invest in something like gold, as opposed to putting something on my feet that is going to depreciate in value. The moment I take it out of the box and make it wrinkle in the front, they even got things right now. For those of you that don't have young kids that keep their shoes from wrinkling up in the front. And I I have little kids right in my house that are walking around right now that cannot crease their tennis shoes and they have these apparatus that go in the front of the shoe that you pay extra for to keep the shoes from creasing because the kids say if their shoes get creased they're no longer any good and that just comes from this perpetual ridiculousness around 
us being buyers uh, and participators in stuff, just stuff that has is a distraction, uh, gets us away from the things that we need to be doing, like saving for retirement and investing for our families and things like that. I don't want to go down on the, on that tangent, but that's real. It just made me think about us as Bitcoiners. There are only going to be a hand few of us, perhaps even a sizable minority, but uh, people who choose to re- reject Bitcoin and everything that it stands for are going to be out there. But Bitcoin isn't for them, not unless they choose to like it like the rest of us have. And there's nothing much we're going to do. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I just used to always hear people say that ignorance is bliss. And I don't want to call people ignorant because they don't believe in Bitcoin, but they're happy with thinking that uh, the powers that be are going to continue to protect them and control everything and everything is going to be okay. And then quite frankly, there's people out there that just don't want the responsibility of having to be their own bank and make sure that they are taking care of everything in their, in their finances. They want to leave it to somebody else. They want they're in the, in the position where they're just happy with everybody taking care of and keeping tally of their money and things of that sort. But I have crossed over and I am happy I crossed over. I am just really ecstatic about what the future looks like and what we're going to be able to do as a community when those options are available to us and we have solidified our four pillars of assets, digital assets being the biggest one of them because the price today is not what we anticipate the price to be in the next five to 10 years. So ladies and gentlemen, after we come forward with traffic, sports and weather, uh, <laughs> traffic and sports and the news, I don't know where I got weather from, but we will uh, continue this conversation. We've got a lot of things going on in the cryptocurrency space. This is the fabulous KBLA talk 1580. Out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. Full of tasty apps and ice cold beer to wash it all down. Limited time at participating locations. Offers days and times may vary. Drink responsibly. Void or prohibited. Tax and fees extra. This is the KBLA Sports Minute with Ray Richardson. Another NBA team is looking for a head coach. Philadelphia fired Doc Rivers Tuesday morning. The move comes two days after the Sixers were blown out by Boston in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Rivers won 65% of his games during his three years with the Sixers and led them to the semifinals each time. The 54 wins by the Sixers this season was the most for the franchise in 22 years. All of the success Rivers brought to the Sixers was not enough to keep his job. Rivers has had 16 straight winning seasons as a head coach. Somebody will be ringing his phone. Milwaukee, Phoenix, Detroit, and Toronto are looking for a head coach. LeBron James's leadership will be a key factor for the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals against Denver. LeBron is 10-1 in Conference Finals. No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. More news, opinions, and conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America. 
The story of Emmett Till and his mother is a story of a family's promise and loss in a nation's reckoning with hate, violence, and abuse of power. It's a story that was seared into our memory and our conscience, the nation's conscience, when Mrs. Till insisted that an open casket for her murdered and maimed 14-year-old son. She said, let the people see what I've seen. The reason the world saw what she saw was because of another hero in this story, the black press. Jet Magazine, the Chicago Defender, and other black radio and newspapers were unflinching and brave in making sure America saw what she saw. Ida B. Wells once said, and I quote, the way to right wrongs is to turn the light of truth upon the wrongs. Turning the light of truth upon the wrongs. We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580, and we don't black down. So Williams, a.k.a. The Voice of Reason, encouraging you to join me weekdays from 7 to 9 p.m. for the world's most intriguing relationship radio roundtable. Every night, I facilitate and encourage our loyal listeners to participate in the most engaging relationship discussions you'll hear anywhere. So make it a point to rendezvous with me, Zoe Williams, the voice of reason, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Trust me, your relationships will never be the same. The VOR is on fire tonight. Unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got your black. black. Market update because we are in the red all the way across and all the way down through many of the cryptocurrencies that I see. And Bitcoin right now is trading at $26,978. It is down in the last hour 0.19%. In the last 24 hours, 1.45%. In the last seven days, it is down 2.52%. Now, Ethereum is at $1,821. It is down in the last hour, 0.19%. In the last 24 hours, 0.22%. In the last seven days, 1.65% down. Again, as I scroll through all of the cryptocurrencies, I see all red except for Litecoin and Litecoin seems to be up for whatever reason Uh, in the last seven days. I'm going to look at that because it's had a big jump to 12.0%. That's Litecoin, but nothing else seems to have moved much, specifically those coins that we have been staying away from. Uh, All of those are red. And all of the meme coins are red. And so, 
You know, it is what it is. Again, I say that cryptocurrency right now is in its infancy stage. It's just a teenager. It's just 14 years old. Doesn't know what it wants to do, how to do it. Uh, It's learning its way, but it is alive. It's well, it's on earth, but it's really trying to find its way. And so as we look to stability, it's going to be stable when it when it comes when there's more years behind it but as well as that is more people understanding exactly what the technology actually holds and how it works and all of those things and i'm finding more and more organizations doing cryptocurrency 101s really trying to explain to their listeners to their followers what cryptocurrency is because it is here to stay so uh but again bitcoin is volatile but we get rid of the volatility just a little bit by doing the daily dollar cost average so those of you that are worried about the volatility just stick to the basics and dollar cost average and come up with in your mind what you can afford to lose and i say that all the time what you can afford to lose if you can afford to lose ten dollars or or fifty dollars or a hundred dollars a month then really what you should do is come up with that amount set rain sleet or snow the same day of the month or every day like i do and just really get that same amount And for me today, since I see Bitcoin is down 2.46% since last week, I'm not just going to do my $6. I may do $10 as opposed to the six because I can get more today than I could last week. So that means I'm going to be buying uh, those Satoshis and stacking them. And then when the price goes back up, those Satoshis are worth more. But right now, uh, while Bitcoin is losing its value, and I don't what shouldn't say losing its value, decreasing in value because it's going to go back up and it's going to go back down. And that's exactly what it does. And I'm looking at the market cap because the market cap hasn't changed. Ladies and gentlemen, what that means is the same amount of monies are still circulating throughout this ecosystem nobody is pulling their money out of the cryptocurrency situation they just may be moving it around or off the exchange into their own wallet and that being stated i want to put out an actual continual a plea i'm just going to call it a plea to buy your cold storage devices our cold wallets, your ledgers, your trezors, your keep keys, all of those things. Buy them factory direct, ladies and gentlemen. There was just a article that came out because people were sold fake hardware cryptocurrency wallets. Again, when you go to the ledger site, make sure that you're not involved in a phishing scam. So in order for you not to be involved in a phishing scam, your browser needs to read ledger.com, not something like buy.ledger.com or coldstorage.ledger.com. That means that somebody has put together a website that looks like the Ledger website and that they are selling you 
a, a, a ledger that is not authentic. And so, unfortunately, there were some 10 reported fake hardware wallets impersonating major wallets from Trezor. Now, Trezor is a little wallet that's a little bit fatter than the ledger. And the device that they sold people looks exactly like a Trezor, but it was a fake one. And it was meant to control the private keys so that they could steal the Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency off of it. And they they were very successful doing that. The victims reportedly purchased a tampered hardware wallet. Now, they could have took that wallet and made adjustments to it, put the plastic back on, like I told you all, and then sold it to somebody that was trying to be thrifty. But they were being thrifty with their uh, with their purchase of the cold storage wallet. And then they went and loaded it with thousands of dollars of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And then they fell victim to those individuals who had those seed words that were acquired before the treasure was sent to them and so please know that the fake wallets are out there and that they can be tampered with inside and they can be put back to look absolutely perfect so always buy your devices factory direct that's the only way i suggest that you buy your your wallets and if they don't have any available you wait until they have some available please don't be on in a rush this is not a rush this is not a get rich quick thing this is sometimes slow and steady sometimes slower than we want it to be because we're in a microwave society we just want things fast and in a hurry we want it done now we want it done right now and so please be patient with waiting for your ledger or your treasure to come from the factory direct, it is worth it because these people are missing millions of dollars by rushing just to buy something to have it. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the cryptocurrency conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money. New money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, all right. Welcome forward. So with this next story, I guess I just want to give somebody a hand clap, a a high five, some dap, or something. People are finally taking their Bitcoin off these exchanges. Approximately $800 million worth of Bitcoin has been withdrawn from exchanges this year. Yay to you. Hopefully you are one of those individuals that have moved their Bitcoin off the exchange. But $800 million is a whole lot. And I'm glad that they're putting it into their own wallet. So this could mean that someone is self-custodying, they're putting it into their own wallet, or it could mean that we are getting some store of value happening. Somebody's mind has started thinking about holding and keeping their Bitcoin safe and secure. And so we don't know what it means, but we do know that they're taking it off the exchange, which is great because the exchange cannot continue to capitalize 
off of people's Bitcoin if they hold it themselves. And so this massive transfer of digital wealth happened on Coinbase, which is one of the largest U.S. exchanges. And it is roughly um, amounting to an outflow of roughly $709 million. Other major cryptocurrencies are not immune to this trend either. Both Ethereum and Tether are also experiencing net outflows through a notable smaller scale. And I'm excited about that too. That's a good thing. Significant withdrawals can be an indication of a variety of actions by cryptocurrency investors, including transferring holders holdings to private wallets or pivoting towards a long-term holding strategy. Well, I just uh, reiterated why individuals would be moving their Bitcoin off the platform and knowing that with regulation so up in the air, we don't know what they're going to say or do. And so it's better to be safe than sorry and hold what you need in your wallet so that you can move it around as needed. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is one of the things that I wanted to share with you today. But something else just popped its head up with George Santos. I talked about George Santos, who is in the state of Florida, who said, woke comes to die in Florida. And so, that being stated... He's not been one of my greatest fans because I think he's talking about us specifically. But he has been now tied to Sam Bankman-Fried. For those of you that don't know who Sam Bankman-Fried is, he is the failed cryptocurrency exchange, FTX's founder, president, all the above, who is being indicted for stealing money and just robbing people. I'm just going to say it that way. But Sam Bankman-Fried has ties to George Soros. I mean, Santos. And what it shows is that there is a bunch of money Sam Bankman-Fried gave to Mr. Santos during his political campaign, seemingly funded in large part with stolen customer funds. So they took the cryptocurrency funds that were stolen and he was given to all of these politicians. And one of those politicians just happened to be Mr. George Santos. And so all of these things are coming out because He's in trouble. Sam is in trouble. And I guess birds of a feather flock together because to catch a pretender, uh, George Santos seems to have told an array of lies about his um, his biography and his resume. And um, I, I said uh, Florida, I'm sorry, New York. But um He's told a bunch of lies and the fact that he was a former Broadway producer, a survivor of an assassination attempt, 
a son of a 9-11 survivor. He was just really entertaining himself and believing his own lies. But Sam Bankman-Free was believing them too because they're in cahoots together. And so uh, all of these funds that he was given is serious and is sad. And because he's facing these 13 criminal charge counts, uh, including money laundering and wiring fraud, it is definitely going to bring the cryptocurrency space back full circle to him because the FTX circle is starting to show up in his space more and more and more. And so all of these things, ladies, just really make the cryptocurrency space look bad. But it's not about the space. It's There are bad actors in this space. And there's going to be bad actors in this space. There's going to be bad actors in the money space. There's going to be bad actors in the stock market space. And so we got to make sure that we are not thinking that just because all these things are happening in the cryptocurrency space, that crypto is bad because it's really a good space with a lot of good people that are really, really, really trying to ensure that everybody gets their fair share. And so that's what I like about this system and this ecosystem. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to walk us into this TEDx cryptocurrency blockchain technology web three conversation that we are going to have. It's called uh, TEDx South Central Salon, and it's happening this Friday, May 19th at 6 p.m. And the the title says World Wide Web 3.0 Hyper hype or transformation and that's with the question mark hype or transformation and i will take the stage along with a young lady by the name of shelly bruce who is a poet uh academic and community leader i will also take the stage with roman combs who is a web3 entrepreneur and photogrammists And I've got to ask him what that means. But yes, uh, he is going to take the stage along with me. And then we will also take the stage with Manny Jackson, a Web3 innovator and creative director and Thread Hoss. And so we'll find out what that means. We will also take the stage with King Bless co-founder of KRBE Digital Assets and uh, when we come forward we'll continue the conversation this is KBLA Talk 1580 You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580 We knew you'd stick around This is LA's home for progressive talk radio Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, welcome forward. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to tell you yesterday, and I totally forgot, that the United States Secret Service uh, 
was holding a ask me anything on cryptocurrency yesterday. So ladies and gentlemen, we know the secret service to protect the president, but the secret service is stepping out to protect people from fraud, specifically in the cryptocurrency space. And I really respect that and appreciate that. And they were holding this ask me anything on a site called Reddit. So if you've listened to me and I've told you to research somebody or or a cryptocurrency in the space, you can always go to Reddit to get the truth because it's a decentralized platform that individuals get on like a social media platform and the truth is told. If they don't like your product, if they don't like how you've been treated or they've been treated, they'll put it out there and it cannot be erased. It can't be altered unless you decide to alter it. And that's what Reddit is, R-E-D-D-I-T. And so the Secret Service opened up their own account on Reddit Reddit, which is where a lot of cryptocurrency users are, which is also where a lot of fraud has been happening because people are trying to get rich quick and they go to Reddit and places like that to find people that claim that they can trade for them so that they can make their money work for them quicker. I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, that nobody should be investing your money for you. You should be investing for yourself or you need to be finding a platform that is trustworthy. And there is a platform that I'm going to talk about tomorrow that people are running and flocking to. And I hope that it is not detrimental to their health. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. But the Secret Service held a ask me anything yesterday on Reddit. A lot of people questioned if it was really the Secret Service. So they made them actually take pictures standing in front of the United States Secret Service of uh, a, a banner with a sign up and all kinds of stuff just to really validate that these are really secret service people. Um, and so they did this yesterday and they had a, a really um, respectful time. I'll say it that way. I didn't hear that anybody was disrespectful, but their primary focus was question and answer sessions on illegal activities associated with cryptocurrencies as well as preventive measure, measures that can be taken to avoid falling prey to illicit scams and money-making schemes. And so they talk to people about that. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward uh, tomorrow, we will talk about the events that we have coming up at the end of the month, like the Crypto Essentials and the Ledger and Me 123. And uh, we will get into some more conversations about companies that are out here saying that they're going to trade for you and telling you to send them your Bitcoin. When we come forward, we are making way for the D.E.L. Hughley show. And I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with us here on the ahead of the crypto curve, where we are creating Satoshi millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. Hey, you're listening to Nadja Robertson ahead of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580.